Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. Last month, the St. Louis County Police Department announced the formation of a new diversity inclusion unit. And with the announcement came the name of the person who will run it, Keith Wildhaber. Wildhaber is the police lieutenant who famously won a $20 million verdict against St. Louis County a few months before that. The police department had passed him up for promotion 23 times, even as he was told to tone down his, quote, gayness. The jury definitely saw the two things as related. So forming the new diversity inclusion unit solved one problem for the department. But did it create another? Sergeant Heather Taylor is here to discuss just that. She works as a police officer in St. Louis City, and she's also the president of the Ethical Society of Police. That's the police union that represents many black officers in St. Louis City and also more recently in St. Louis County. So Sergeant Taylor, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Your organization released a statement saying that you were, quote, extremely disappointed with Lieutenant Wildhaber's promotion. Why? Not necessarily his his promotion. It's the tone deaf uh, statement that Chief Delmer has consistently shown to African Americans who have presented problems to him. As you said, in two thousand last year we joined uh, St. Louis County joined actually in two thousand eighteen. St. Louis County officer officers approached uh, St. Louis City about forming an ethical society of police organization in St. Louis County because they were facing issues with discrimination. You had an officer, Nikki Brown, who was assigned to the academy, who wrote up a 21-page complaint that outlined discrimination, racial discrimination, disparities, uh, just uh, sexual harassment, a number of issues. And we presented over and over to Chief Delmer issues that were specific to African-Americans that we brought to him. We brought up uh, asymmetrical solutions, who was allowed to have three-day training in which they said racially insensitive statements, homophobic statements in front of supervisors within the St. Louis County Police Department and officers. But there was only one female who came forward to complain to ultimately remove asymmetrical solutions. We brought up all of these issues. We brought up St. Louis County being 10% African-American as far as their officers are concerned, having one total African-American female commander in their history in 2018. We spoke about the issues with Lieutenant Hayes being profiling African-Americans, then being returned to St. Louis County PD by the Board of Police Commissioners. We spoke of just a number of issues uh, that revolved around recruitment, African-American recruits complaining about racial discrimination at the police academy, um, also about a local chief of police who had recruits in the St. Louis uh, County Police Academy that complained on behalf of these young um, officers or potential officers about the issues that they were facing along racial lines. So there's this clear-cut problem there that were along racial lines, but not at any point did Chief Belmer in, put in place a diversity and, conclu- and inclusion unit? Mm-hmm. There was a necessity for this in 2017, 16, 18, and absolutely, Lieutenant Wildhaber was discriminated against. Absolutely. Nobody's denying that. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that. Inclusion includes everyone. That means everyone along racial lines, no matter what your sexual orientation is, no one has the right to discriminate against you. And it shouldn't ever happen in law enforcement. But our complaint 
with this unit being formed is that what was the process? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you include everyone in the process with this? It was a, a knee-jerk reaction by Chief Belmore to correct to try to correct the wrongs that they had in place. You passed him up 20-plus times for a promotion. Mm-hmm. You, they knew what they were doing. They knew that they were wrong, and they lost. They lost big time in the courts, and it showed that there's a problem here, but that's not the only problem. You have a problem with along racial lines that has not been addressed, and he, is, he has repeatedly fought us and fought us. It, it was so bad in the very beginning when we were forming there. We simply asked for our members to have their dues collected through de- their department. He fought us on just that very simple step. Even in he terms of, of you bringing your union to St. Louis County, you're saying he fought on that. Absolutely. We had meetings after meetings where we addressed these issues. We spoke about training. Hey, we told them we needed more inclusionary training, any more competency, racial competency training. And those things were all met on deaf ears. And he, he also um, failed to, uh, to implement training that was inclusive, that was in-person training. It's different when you're asking an officer, you're asking us as law enforcement officers to log into a computer, to sit there and do whatever else we have to do and listen to someone tell us about being culturally competent, about being inclusive. That That is horrible training, and we all know that. That online training just doesn't yeah. have the same resonance. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It does. Well, so we're, we're wondering, for those of you listening, um, if you share Sergeant Taylor's concern about this new diversity and inclusion unit and the way St. Louis County uh, has gone around creating it, you can give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Or you can send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. Uh, uh, Sergeant Taylor, you also said in this statement that you released, the fact that there was no selection process held for such an important assignment as running this unit signals to us the lack of sincerity in the department's commitment to address diversity and inclusion for all its employees. You're saying there was no selection process at all? Was this position even posted for running this new unit? No one knew uh, what was coming out. No one knew about it and the promotion. uh, uh, Chief, uh, Lieutenant Wildhaber was passed up 20 times. Right. Uh, 20 times. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. Um, just as it was with Nikki, um, with Nikki Brown, who was passed up, who's a, a, a junk professor, who's educated. She's passed up as well, but she ultimately left. And in light of the department being shown un- unfavorably, they decide, oh, we're going to do this diversity and inclusion unit. Great, great idea. Uh, you're going to promote Lieutenant Wildhaber to what he's, what he's earned. Great idea. Mm-hmm. However, the process, who's going to be in that unit? Why didn't you reach out to this organization, us, mm-hmm. and, and let us know, hey, uh, we're, we're, we're trying to move forward. We're trying to improve our, our department for the better to be inclusive. But you have a process that's not inclusive of everyone. You said that uh, you were meeting time and again with the department on the issues that were of concern to your membership. Did this new unit come up at all in those conversations with with them saying what they were up to? So here's the catch. Me as the president of the Ethical Society of Police, St. Louis County uh, Board of Police Commissioners at the time, and Chief Belmer refused to allow me in their meetings. Okay. So that's another issue. So uh, what happened is that 
our our president who's there in St. Louis County, our uh, second vice president, Lieutenant Morgan, in St. Louis County, and our board members in, in St. Louis County would meet with Belmer and talk about the issues of inclusion and diversity. And none of this, none of this um, uh, forming of this unit ever came came about, despite all of those those issues that were brought up repeatedly. And and you know those are issues that the the, the meetings were ultimately unproductive. Okay. And Chief Belmer, at the end, nearing the end of them, stopped coming to them. And he uh, passed us off on Lieutenant Colonel Gregory, who is African-American, who has said in his 40 years as a uh, commissioned officer, he has never experienced, never seen racism, which we all know that's, uh, that is absolutely false. Okay. <laughs> you know? So that's who we were forced to meet with from then on. I do want to say, for the record, we did invite the county police department to join the show, and through a spokesman, they declined. They did send us a long statement, and I think one of the most pertinent parts is this. This is a quote. They say, the new diversity and inclusion unit should certainly represent all members of our diverse department and public that we are proud to serve. To accomplish that goal, Captain Juan Cox will serve as the bureau commander of the Bureau of Strategy and Risk Management, which the diversity and inclusion unit will fall under. Is Captain and cock somebody that that you can do business with. You feel like that is a good choice. Yes, we're we're fine with that. Uh, the issue is that before beforehand is when these meetings should have been occurring. They should have been occurring during the process where they failed to promote Lieutenant Wildhaber, where they failed to promote Nikki Brown. It should have been occurring in 2018, 17, when all of these issues were being brought up. The issues with the news story about the racism with asymmetrical solutions. The problem is that this was long overdue, and so much so that, you know, the Department of Justice community-oriented policing um, came about, they reviewed the department mm-hmm. and said that there were some issues that the St. Louis County Police Department had to address with the community and internally with hiring. And you had all of these opportunities to form this necessary unit. It's a great, uh, the concept of it is great, but you cannot be tone deaf to the discrimination that's faced by all, all of your empo- employees. It has to include everyone. Sergeant Taylor, the Ethical Society of Police, you guys have certainly had a lot of battles um, within the city police department. I know you've been you know, very outspoken about some of the issues that you've seen there. How do you feel like what you're seeing in the county compares to that? Is one worse than the other at this point? You know, it's a, just a microcosm of this area. Uh, there are um, issues that are definitely specific to St. Louis City. Uh, and, um, you know, how we go about handling business that are not specific to St. Louis County. Um, it's just a microcosm of just this area in policing as a whole. There are a lot of old ways of policing that have to be, that have to be changed. You know, anytime we're in 2020 and we're, we're forming, or 2000, late 19, and we're forming our first diversity and inclusion unit, something's wrong. We know this is an issue. In St. Louis City, we don't have one. We don't have one at all. They don't even have that unit yet. No. Okay. So when you came out with some of your criticisms of the formation of this unit and how St. Louis County got to this point, has there been a response from the department? Did this bring them back to the table? 
I think that um, there has been a response from my understanding with talking to our uh, board members. There hasn't been a response. There have been people who are willing um, from our organization to step up and to be included in the diversity inclusion unit in the process. Um, and so that that's good. And, and they're but, open to that, to having members from your union involved? Uh, yes, that that's what we're being told. Okay. So going forward, do you have hope that in 2020, this situation is going to get better for the officers you represent in the county? You have to always have hope. Um, <laughs> we, have, we have to always have hope. Do you yeah. feel optimistic? You know, I, I, I would feel, op- I think that our members would feel optimistic if there was more um, being done, if we didn't have, if we had in-person training. That was three days uh, in person like there, it was for asymmetrical solutions uh, for for all officers, that there was something that was in place with people that have a, had a history. And it's important to have people there that have a, had a history of wanting to be inclusive mm-hmm. and a department that is focused on that and some of the problems that our member, why our members joined Ethical is because they weren't having their needs met by the Fraternal Order of Police with addressing diversity. And it's important. So it sounds like a big issue for you guys would be to get rid of this online training and actually implement some really good in-person training in this coming year. Absolutely. There are a lot of organizations that are out there that have training um, that is, you know, for, you know, that's, something that should be mandatory first off it should be mandatory cultural competency training period and you shouldn't have to log into a computer and watch a monitor to learn about it well sergeant heather taylor president of the ethical society of police i want to thank you so much for um, joining us today oh you're welcome this is st louis on the air on st louis public radio 90.7 kwmu